Rajiv Ram. Rajiv, thank you so much for joining us on ATP Tennis Radio. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you've had such a long career so far, still going strong. Just talk about one about your longevity and mm-hmm. how you've been able to sustain that both both physically and mentally. Well, physically, I think I've done a pretty good job of sort of figuring out, you know, when it's time to make a change. Maybe like, for example, you know, playing a little bit less, switching from playing singles and doubles to just doubles. I've, I've always really enjoyed playing and it's been a goal of mine to play as long as I can. So that's kind of been, you know, always at the forefront when it comes to making decisions. Um, and then mentally, I mean, I've always enjoyed playing, like I said, and I've, I've found a way to make it fun, you know, and enjoyable. Um, not really treating it like... You know, it's a burden, I guess, you know, uh, appreciating what we get to do and, and sort of taking my time away when I need it. But, um, you know, I still love it. I still love to compete and, you know, play all these great events. And so, um, you know, as long as it keeps being fun, I'll, I'll keep doing it. I, I guess talking just a little, maybe a little, ex- expand on that a little bit mentally, because to me, it always looks like you're having fun out mm-hmm. there. You bring such good energy to the court. Has that shifted as you've gotten older, as the years have gone by? Yeah, maybe a little, but I think that comes from just sort of how I was brought up in the game. I mean, my parents never pushed me to play. They never made me go work more than I wanted to or, you know, yeah, it was never about results. It was never about anything except, you know, you play tennis because you like it and I happen to be okay at it. So I, you know, kept going and, you know, was lucky enough to make a career out of it. But I think a lot of it more than, you know, experience or, or, you know, age or anything has to do with how I was brought up and and how the game was sort of brought upon me when I was a kid. And you have already a super successful career have a lot of titles yeah. under your belt a couple grand slam titles but you've played with a i mean i know you're consistently now with joe salzburg mm-hmm. but in the past you've played a lot of different partners mm-hmm. what to you is the most important thing about that partnership to be able to play well together well i think when, so when i was playing singles i was sort of just like you know that was my priority and doubles was great and i played it with whoever i sort of felt like on the week so yeah there was a lot of different people i played with but then when i started playing doubles only it was pretty important to me to sort of play with one player and develop some kind of camaraderie and, you know, yeah, team mentality, if you will. So I really, you know, for the better part of two and a half years, played with Raven Clausen, and then now for, you know, this is Joe and I's third year. So I I feel pretty good that I've had mostly consistent long-term-ish partners, and I feel like, you know, that's the most important thing for me is to, to play with someone you get along with and you can kind of bring the best out in each other more so than game styles and all that like if I can make my partner play his best then that's great because that makes my job a lot easier so I feel like you know a big part of double success is is having that sort of uh, ability and and as a singles player as well was that initially a tough decision for you to to not play singles anymore and just focus on doubles how did that come about yeah I mean look it was it was I really still wanted to play, but it was staring me in the face a little bit. You know, like I played in 2016, I played over 100 matches, and I just felt like my body was going to give up after, you know, if I had another one or two more of those years, I knew that was going to be kind of the end of my career. So I knew I wanted to keep playing. So in the end, it was a pretty easy decision that I still wanted to play. I still felt like I hadn't given everything for my doubles. I wasn't good enough to be, you know, reaching my potential in doubles while still playing singles. So I wanted to give it a shot. So you know, it was a pretty easy decision when it came down to it. I still love to play singles, and it was sort of like there were times when I found myself like, yeah, missing it quite a lot, but was the right one. But now you're content with you don't yeah. miss it anymore. I mean, why? Well, just bit. I don't miss it anymore because I'd have yeah. no chance to compete anymore. But <laughs> for a couple of years there, I thought I could still compete okay, but not yeah. anymore. So yeah, there's nothing to miss anymore. <laughs> so was that your body talking to you in the singles? Yeah, it yeah. was. I mean, I could still probably I could still have played at that point, yeah. but I couldn't probably put in the hours of training that were required to play consistently at a high level that okay. I knew I wanted to play at if I wanted to continue. So. And so, and so now that your focus is on the doubles, how how has that shifted for you as far as training um, on court, off court? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, I feel like a lot of it now for my body-wise is obviously it's not quite the physical cardiovascular demands that singles has. So reducing that, which also helps me able be able to you know, increase longevity, if you will. Um, and training-wise, it's a lot more specific stuff. It's a lot more, you know, one-shot kind of drills um, as opposed to sort of long, you know, more... I don't know what the word is, but yeah, long, longer rallies and that kind of thing. That doesn't really happen that much. So yeah, a lot more positioning, a lot more, you know, specific stuff. Um, but then a lot of it, like I said, is just things with your partner, you know, talking out situations, feelings on the court, dealing with certain circumstances and, and all of that, that sort of makes you, you know, get through some really difficult matches. And then also just talking about, um, your partnership now. Um, how did that come about with Joe? Cause you guys have been playing since 2019. 19, is that right? Yeah. 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 Um, how did that originally come about? Yeah, so I didn't really know. Joe's a bit younger than me. I didn't really know him until uh, the end of 2018. And he had asked me to play. And, you know, I was looking for a partner, looking for someone to kind of play with for, you know, a while consistently. And, um, yeah, I went through a few guys that I'd already known, to be honest, that were that were more, let's say, established because they were a bit older. Um, but nothing worked out. And so, I, you know, Joe brought a lot of characteristics of a tennis player that I thought would be great for me. Like what would you say? Firstly, he's an incredible athlete, which I'm not. So it helps out out a lot for someone that when they can compliment you. And I feel like, you know, he's, you know, that's one thing for sure. He, he, he makes such, he's such a quick and sort of like, you know, explosive player. I probably bring a bit more, you know, ball striking ability to the team. And so I think I can do some things maybe that he doesn't do as well. And then he's a big guy, he serves well, and I thought we could just be an imposing sort of presence on the court. And all, all of that's worked out as I kind of thought. And then probably the most important thing is just a nice guy. You know, he's an easy, I mean, when we do this doubles thing, we travel around with the same person for 35 weeks a year. So you better, you know, you better get along to some extent. And I think that's a big part. And, and for two guys that are around each other so often, right? Yeah. Traveling week in and week out. How much time do you spend off the court? Or so, do you like to get away or what? Yeah, I think we've both made a concerted effort to try and maybe minimize that a okay. little bit because we do spend so much time on the court. Not to say that we avoid each other. That's not it at all. But just, you know, make sure we take our time to ourselves because, I mean, there are, yeah, you don't want, the last thing you want is, you know, for each other to kind of get on each other's nerves on the court because of something that's happening off the court, you know? And I think we've done a pretty good job of sort of, getting that balance right. I mean, we went to dinner the other night. It was great, but we were not going to do that every night, you know? Yeah. And then I just talk about, I mean, I know you played singles and doubles, so you have a really good experience and and you've been playing for so long. I guess over the years, do you feel like the game has changed and how so as far as singles and doubles? I feel like it's changed incredibly. Um, The first thing is, is the physicality of the players has been, you know, increased like a crazy amount you know how people prepare and how they train how what what kind of effort they bring to the course not effort maybe that's the wrong word everyone always tried hard but what kind of you know physicality they're able to bring to the court is is a whole different league even from when i've started playing i think the conditions of the game have made it more conducive to that style of play you know um, a bit slower on the courts the strings have made it so where points last longer rackets all that kind of stuff so yeah, I feel like a few of the subtleties and maybe the finesse and all that have, have been taken away um, because of a few factors. And unfortunately for me, that was what I was pretty good at in singles. And so it became it became pretty difficult to try and play my style all the way through. Do you feel like that's changed for you in particular as far as adjusting how you train on court and off court? Absolutely. Like as far as fitness, like how has that changed for you fitness-wise? Yeah, maybe fitness-wise, but also just like more tennis-wise, like how okay. you sort of go about constructing points, how you go about trying to win matches. Like when I first turned pro, it was totally different. I was going to serve and volley every first serve and 
40% of second serves and play very attacking short points. And, I, you know, people say these days that, you know, you don't see anyone coming in. The reason you don't see anyone coming to the net is because it just doesn't work. I mean, it doesn't work to come in like the guys in the 90s used to do because people are, they're passing too well and it's just too easy. It's too easy to get the ball around you. So, like, I had to, you know, alter the way that I played a little bit while still trying to keep my strengths, you know, in play, if you will. And something that I actually feel quite proud of personally is that I was able yeah. to sort of manage that Definitely. and still have a decent singles career given the fact that the deck was kind of stacked against me you know well that's why I wanted to ask you because what's what has been impressive is that has with you guys that have been out here for so long I mm. spoke to Kevin Anderson the other day too just the fact that you're able to sustain and make those adjustments with how it's changed yeah yeah yeah, yeah no for sure Kevin's another great example of a guy that you know he's only a couple years younger than me and he's obviously he's had, had a way better singles career than I have make, making a couple of slam finals and all that and um you know to see him kind of work on his craft and constantly tinker and, and make it so where he gives himself the best chance possible um you know it's great and I just don't think you know you don't see the style that I played or that I thought I was you know going to play on tour that just doesn't it's not there anymore um and so you have to kind of make changes to to do what fits best. And I know you mentioned um, that you feel like the way you construct points is a little bit differently. I know you've done some work um, with Joe and Louis Caillé in mm-hmm. particular. Yeah. And I just read an article about how you feel that sort of changed how you viewed some things mm-hmm. on the court. How, can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, look, Louis's been, obviously, that was one of the things that attracted me to playing with Joe. I know Louis's record. I've unfortunately gotten beat by a bunch of Louis teams over the years and you know knowing that I'm playing with a British player that I would have access to Louis insights and coaching and all that and um you know just talking a lot about yeah you know he he stresses everyone thinks he talks about you know positioning and tactics and all that and and his first and foremost thing is how you play as a team and and how you sort of gel together and all the other stuff kind of goes out the window if you're not uh, if you're not out there fighting as, as a unit and so you know just different different things. And then along with some of the tactical stuff has been great. But, you know, Louis just, he comes with a wealth of experience and knowledge. And what he says has a bunch of credibility just because of his, you know, his experience and record. And so uh, it's been really a nice learning experience for me. And you also, I, I we must touch on the fact that I did briefly mention it at the beginning that you have those two Grand Slam titles. Yeah. You, had been, you had been working really hard to get that first Grand Slam title. Finally yeah. got it with Joe. Yeah. Now you have two under your belt. Um, just talk about the emotion of getting that one. Like, I mean, because that work ethic was so there for so long yeah I mean like I said I never really felt if I'm totally honest I never really felt like I was good enough to contend for slams while I was still playing singles and all that like I felt like I was good enough to get in and make a run here or there but like do you feel like it was too much with both yeah there was just it was just a lot of stuff going on you know because I always was like well you know okay I want to be in the doubles here but I want to you know maybe the next singles tournament and you're playing all the time and all that so like once I stopped singles entirely in 2017 I was able to fully focus on it and so then like I won my first one in 2020 so I, I didn't it was a lot of slams that I played, but it didn't really feel like it was that long, you know, as far as yeah. my whole career's worth Got of it. slams. You know, yeah. I, I know I think I set the record for the number of slams played before I winning I one. I, I read that. I, re- I read it a couple of years ago, so yeah. now I don't know what the number is. I think yeah. it's changed, but... Um, exactly. Yeah, so, no, I, we were, I was so ex- excited yeah. for you. It was awesome. No, thanks, but I didn't really feel like that, like I'd been working so hard at this one thing, because that was never my... When I was playing singles, my goal was to be as good of a singles player as yeah. I could be. So it felt like it was about, you know, just when I started playing doubles only, and then... Yeah, there were some lumps and bumps along the way, but you know, obviously, it's look. Anytime you can win a slam, it's pretty special. And but the emotion of it was it just what did you feel in that moment? Do you remember? Yeah, I know it was, I know it was, it like, was in 2020 in Australia. Yeah, it was just almost like a bit, bit of everything to be honest. Okay. Uh, satisfaction, relief, happiness, just you know, 
almost humbled by the fact that, you know, I get to be in this position and, you know, a game that I love and I'm, I'm such a fan of that I get to put my name on a, a, be a small piece of it, you know, was, was pretty cool. I also think it's pretty awesome you have a medal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From Rio. Yeah. Um, I guess just that team atmosphere because it's a little bit of a different nerves and pressure. Completely different. Completely. Yeah. How was it different for you? And what it, did, yeah. yeah, it was definitely different. Like I, I got to play in college, which is about the only thing that I can kind of feel similar to, I think, when we played in college and we, we, you know, we played for the NCAA title. Uh, you know, obviously it's not the world stage like the Olympics, but it's still the same thing, right? It's a team. You're playing for more than yourself. And so it's... It's so cool, and I love it, and every time I'll be able to play on a team, I'll, I'll say yes to that, no question. So. Do you have it safe somewhere? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Not, yeah. Of course, of course yeah. I'd never ask somewhere. <laughs> it's safe, don't worry. <laughs> it's safe, it's safe. Well, you have such a, a great outlook on everything, and it's so I'm, I'm so pleased that you're still playing. It's really your fun to watch. You bring yeah, good energy. Yeah, I appreciate that, and I hope to be playing for a long time because I love what I do. And Yeah, uh, yeah we so. hope so too. Thanks. But thank you for, for your time, and, thank be- you. and best of luck. My pleasure.